You're listening to Zero Context, the only podcast broadcasted through the morphogenic fields. I'm Nate, here as always with Axe. I'm accessing your brain. That was bad. And I'm sorry. That was that, that was awful. <laughs> that was not, I don't know what is uh, what was I going for? Um that was really bad. Um Well, here we are in episode 4 anyway. Uh, bar- <laughs> no! bar- barreling ahead. Zero 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 retakes on zero context. Axe, what did you make of our Wait, fuck. I forgot to say what we're doing. We're replaying 999. We're playing the safe ending. This is the last Final for real bad ending. Mm. It I think sounds like you have a bad connection to your main brain. Um, it's, it's somewhere else. Your brain just connected. connected yeah, I, to... need to, I need to find the power cable for my brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm staring do. at my monitor. It's completely blank. Axe, what did you think of this ending? What do you, what do you um, make of it? Safe ending rules. I like it. It's fun. It's fun when um, the things happen in this game. Um, it's a very backloaded. It's a very backloaded game. Um, it's a very silly game, um, and and you get all you get all the things. You get you get actual things, um, and not actual just actual information. Not just not just holding right down and waiting for like five lines of new dialogue to appear, um, and um, and also a bunch of funny, silly horror and mystery references. Things happening. Um, it's it's good. Lots to chew on. Mm. yeah it's funny to say this because there's been a lot of goofy stuff in the last couple routes we've done but this feels this ending almost feels like a return to the first route that was very heavy on big goofy lore uh notes and and references to other pieces of media and studies and stuff of that nature which have sort of fallen away or, or maybe just become better integrated into the the plot um with a couple exceptions there were there were quite a few that stood out at this time of just like oh hey this is just this is just nonsense this is just this is just titanic level nonsense that that i've i've been i've been i complained about a lot initially mm-hmm. uh and now i've come back around and now i've been missing it i didn't know how good i had it I don't know that we have any anything more really to say at the top. If you just want to go ahead and dive into the summary, take us take us in. We zoom past the five and eight doors as well as the vote for the sixth door, proceeding through the steam engine room where Santa graces us with new morbidities. He tells us, completely unprovoked, of an experiment where rats were locked in a chamber with a dark path leading to escape and a lit path that would electrocute and kill them. Eventually, new rats began to skip looking at the lit door entirely, despite having no generational or physical connection to the prior rats, almost as if they were communicating telepathically. Before leaving the engine room, uh, and in place of the absolutely nonsense uh, talk about two Santas murdering each other, Santa gets vulnerable about his little sister who was murdered nine years ago. That's it. Uh, We clear the steam engine room and cargo room again without much ceremony, and return to the mad search for Clover, much like the knife ending. This time, however, June and Junpei stick together and search the shower room first, suspecting that Clover might have gone there to mourn her dead brother. The showers are empty, but it does give Junpei a chance to notice something odd about Snake's remains. His left arm, which Clover told us in the examination room was prosthetic, is clearly full of bones. You pull away from one bloody mess to a new one. Seven fetches June and Junpei to show them Clover, murdered in the first-class cabin bathroom. Unwavering, Junpei immediately begins his investigation. 
He probes Seven about the discovery of the body and his alibi, and follows a line of clues to open the previously ignored safe in the closet. Inside is a note from Zero, disclosing three facts about the Nonary game and swearing revenge. The first fact, the Nonary game was played before, nine years ago. Two, the person with the two bracelet attended the previous game. And three, the previous game was organized by four cradle pharmaceutical executives. With the information collected on this run, Junpei requests everyone gather in the hospital room, promising that he knows who the murderer is. A deceptive cross-examination by Junpei leads Ace to admit a number of things. That he has prosopagnosia, that he is a cradle pharmaceutical CEO named Gentaru Hongo, and that he took the dead ninth man's bracelet, allowing him to kill the, snake, the fake snake using the three-door. Something in him flips, revealing his twisted personality as he describes Clover's murder in detail, calling it a necessity because she was on his trail. Ace curses his defeat at the hands of Zero, not Junpei, and brandishes the gun from the cargo room coffin. Taking Lotus hostage, he leaves the hospital room for the Nine Door unchallenged. Just want to say uh, thank you to the uh, 999 scriptwriter on GameFAQs. Thank you, Norse FTX. Could not could not get by without you. God bless you. Yeah, it's a it's a extremely uh, meticulously compiled, at times incomprehensible, just organizationally, but uh, invaluable. But the entire resource. script, yeah, is just so, on game facts. Yeah, but, so that includes like all of the item descriptions and incidental dialogue and everything just laid out. It's um, it's quite an undertaking. So, so thank you, North FTX. May you uh, never have tiny bombs put into your stomach. <laughs> so m- most most of what happens in this is in like the, the second half. Um, so there's a couple things uh, I wanted to touch on before we get into the big the big ace uh, ace scene. Um, the stuff with Santa in the cargo room is, I think, one of the most interesting structural shifts to me that we've seen in the game um so this is you know previously we were going through the cargo room and santa was talking about other nonsense about the santas killing each other about um i don't think he actually says much else in this room besides making some gross comments about clover uh they talk about um um june being tired i can't i keep i keep switching between calling her akane and and, and june because yeah, i'm looking I, at the wikis yeah i think that still happens um no 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 that's that's where the rat talk happens oh or like okay, okay. or like they bring it up briefly but then they like cut to talking about dead rats for some reason <laughs> or like so what it is is that um uh junpei is looking down at june Mm-hmm. And Santa's like, "Hey, you want to hear about dead rats?" <laughs> yeah, this is a very, this is a very Professor Layton that reminds me of a, a weird science experiment sort of situation. Exactly. Yeah, but irregardless of the actual content of these conversations, which are uh, kind of goofy, there's like a there's an incredible CG as usual for the experiment of just a a, a maze that's like shaped kind of like a like a rectangular V or I guess a U um, is more accurate. Half of it in darkness, half of it lit up um, sort of represents this, this rap puzzle. But in terms of just the, the effect of 
running through this same door that we've been through already, um, I think twice now, perhaps, or maybe just once. I, f- I forget. We've been through it before, though. And having the game, through no explicit act of ourselves, shift the dialogue, kind of fork on its own due to uh, systems that we can't see or that are not, like, transparent choices that we're making in the way that, like, every other every other fork has been uh, is really interesting in terms of the game beginning to to direct itself and respond to the player sort of on a on a holistic level like in response to all the other routes that we've been doing the game has put us the player in the nonary game you have no choice you have no real choices you're just gonna loop doing math forever Mm. well maybe not forever 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 okay it's not like really called attention to like nobody in the character is like i feel like i've been here before or something like that um, but it's it's just this very just due cumulatively to having like run through all these other routes and just been very in control of basically what's all what's happening. Um, the game never really like asserting itself over the player um, to have it like just just shift in this very small interaction. Like this <laughs> this rap puzzle dialogue isn't really uh substantial but it 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 created at least for me it created this very uh different sort of affect of like the game clearly beginning to move towards some other some other like form like shifting out of the 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 bad endings we just gotta explore all the doors to like okay there's like a larger structure here that we are sort of starting to to see emerge a flag has been triggered. This, this mm. is how most people talk about. Okay, but that's but that's the conventional way to think of like um, novel games, like visual novels and branching yeah. path um, narrative games, right? Right. You, usually, you play like a fixed amount of events, and then through those fixed amount of events, you set a certain value or checks that the game is going to look for, and then mm. put you onto a different path, right? We can we can kind of think of like what what was the flag here. <laughs> um like like what choice make like right it's hard to even say like what is the choice mm-hmm. making that led us to get this instead of instead of um the evil santa and the and the the red santa mm-hmm. yeah i mean i guess it's interesting for me to come to this without much of any visual novel background um to try and like I don't know. I'm I'm seeing like uh very established like mechanical things as if they're for the first time almost. Um I'm just being like, wow, that's a cool that's a cool mechanic. It'd be great if somebody somebody took that and reused it, you know, maybe for an <laughs> yeah, he did it over and over again. Yeah, for like an entire made an entire industry. Well, I got news for you. <laughs> yeah. Um so you know, I don't know how much of this I can say is 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 nine 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 specifically, but there, I think there is still something in terms of just like the way that the game is clearly like talking about itself a lot of the time, and and the player being like an actor in the story um, that is maybe a, a bit different than than if um, 
I don't know if I was running through these routes and I was more, I guess, detached from like if the game wasn't asserting that it is like aware of the player interacting with it and that that is like factoring into the the route based structure and sort of how the narrative unfolds like with the with the player as an actor in that which i will probably talk to a bit more at the end of this this uh yeah the end of this route um which gets into that a bit more yeah i'll say i'll say that like at this point the it's been pretty developed that like visual novels will in their narrative produce circumstances to be able to talk about the other routes right i think mm. did i mention you know last time i forget if i did i, I um, don't think so you mentioned it so off mic. uh you know you know a girl who shouts love at the bounds of this world is a um early 90s um pc 98 um novel adventure game um that is about um like placing you like a an object that the character receives in the narrative on different routes of the game so you can zip between them you pull up like a flow chart and you kind of like like move across them narratively um then like you're not retaining necessarily memories it's not the game isn't like responsive in a way that was like oh i was just on this route and now this route completely forks because i was i'm coming to it from there Mm. but like you are it is it is about the character having to be in a time like a groundhog day time loop and Mm -hmm. like the the larger narrative motivations are about you having to pursue branching uh, choices but it's not so much about like the characters talking about the branching as like a system thing right there's like Mm -hmm. there's like a sci-fi like thought for it and it's it's pretty it's pretty couched in the the um actual like um narrative like plot details um in a way that like keeps happening i think um it's it's just easier right what i was saying before about like having to be conditioned to marry parts of other routes to like a a related but similar scene on -hmm. a different route entirely like it's easier to have a sympathetic reader do that if there is like a a thing in the game that says like no they're literally connected you have to reconcile these right right um so that's like a thing that's happening in visual novels um for like about a decade for like Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a decade. I should really get the date on, on you know. Uh, other stuff that's happening in this scene, or I guess this the same scene, um, this sort of related, is Santa talking about his dead sister um, nine years ago. And I don't know that I have actually anything to say about that reveal. Um, I guess if it's, if it's a reveal, he sort of alluded to having a sister before by looking at a sad photograph. I think Santa might be my favorite character in this, um, or at least he's the character that I'm like, that I think is most interesting when he shows up. I, we spent most of of this show probably talking about Lotus because there's like sort of stuff happening with her in terms of like her archetype and, and how like this game depicts women specifically. Um, but in terms of like, interacting with other characters in the plot and kind of being 
not an antagonistic force, but like kind of like a disruptive force. I think Santa has like a a very different um, impact on the scenes that he is in than most of the other characters who have generally been more passive or more more reactive to like stuff Junpei is saying or you know stuff that um, I guess Lotus is probably the most actually disruptive character because she's like fighting with people and people are very uh angry at her most of the time for inexplicable reasons but um i really like the way that santa is sort of likes to contest the player specifically um or junpei and by extension the player um there's obviously that scene with the three door where he's like like, do you really want to go in there? Are you sure you want to go through that three door? Are you sure you're gonna just fuck everything up for no reason? He um, knows he knows you're gonna go in it later anyway. He played the other route. He played the other route, and he knows Clover's just gonna go in anyway. Um, and then there's a scene where he like uh, tries to accuse Junpei of cheating at the at the vote, and but Junpei's too sneaky for him. And and in general, he just has like his his character voice i think is really strong and and very uh uh i don't know if rowdy is the right word um he's an asshole to most people in the game but in like kind of a, a fun way uh i don't know this this is my this is my santa appreciation yeah section. your santa are you santa stan mm-hmm Mm-hmm. um i'm sure i'm 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 definitely you know he's done he has there are things that he has said in this route that i'm just like i don't know why this needed to be in the game um like his comment about wanting clover to walk up and down the stairs still sticks to me i'm just like why why what was that was was this necessary characterization um but i i i find him I'm more engaged by him than probably any of the other characters in the game as far as like what are they doing in any given scene like how are they going to to interact with the with the stakes and the developments i mean i don't I don't have a bigger extension beyond this but it's funny that like the characters we've talked about also are probably the characters that most people get in the first in the first room going through the uh mm-hmm. four door we go to the four door first is that right i don't even remember we have yes. to go through it next yeah time. the four the four door yeah yeah to the second class cabin yeah i think i mean Seven has some fun moments as well, and I feel like he's probably after Lotus and Snake is probably the character that gets the most like development in terms of like I understand like who he is and like how he would respond to any given scene. Like Clover is is barely in a lot of scene or like she doesn't have much to do, and her character sort of changes depending on the circumstances of the scenes in pretty dramatic ways to where. I don't know that I could actually describe uh, what, like, I don't know, the the core of her character is besides child character that is being sexualized and then goes sicko mode. Um, and June, I just don't really... Is, is again, another character that is just, like... Um, she hasn't gotten a lot recently in our routing. She's, uh, yeah, she's mostly, she's mostly just the love interest and and she faints a lot the only scene that i think she's gotten that is like i think is like actual 
characterization um, beyond love interest. It's the it's the weird rabbit murder scene, uh, where it just it's it's like just this darkly comic scene that make, makes her out to be almost just like a little unhinged, just like a little a little twisted. Not in the way of like Clover killing everybody, but in like a I I don't know. She's she's just a little freak. Um, a little off, a little, a little yeah. macabre. Um, yeah. So anyway, Santa Santa's interesting. Uh, I I'm I'm guessing based on this route that we are probably going to see more of him in the end. Um, yeah, look out for um the Santa fan cam on Nate's co-host. <laughs> everyone, uh huh. He's gonna start posting it under everything you post. I mean, maybe who knows? Uh, um. So I don't think there's much else to to talk about before we get into like the main I guess meat of this this uh the section of the route. Um I did want to mention because I I called it out at one of the prior episodes. It might have been the first episode. I can't remember exactly. Um but yes. There is a the coffin that you find in the cargo room that has the gun in it. <laughs> um along with some other stuff i think like a key to get out of the room um and maybe like a key card or something um i mentioned on that episode that it doesn't force you through the door the way that um it actually doesn't do this for almost any door except for no, it, it well it does it for the steam room the room right before because right the, you saw the puzzle yes and yeah and then it's it. and then it's like um go fetch june and that whole scene plays which is very strange uh that to do it for that and for none of the other doors um i don't i don't think it actually has any any significance but uh it's probably why i had it in my head that you weren't being ushered through but anyway um i went back to see if you could actually check on the gun or interact with the coffin and uh you can't uh reacts you can you can click on the coffin and then june is like we don't have time for this what are you doing june pay let's go um so you can't actually check if the if the gun is still there um there's a time limit nate yeah a very clear a very clear and 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 present time limit um so yeah just want to call that out as like i don't know it's it's a it's a a small but like I guess significant in terms of how this route unfolds that it uh make sure, make sure that you cannot recheck your your work in that room in a way. Um the shower scene I is is also uh this is probably like the most mystery reveal or like the most effective mystery reveal that we've gotten in this game so far like we get like more substantial developments later on or maybe not i guess it's pretty substantial because it means snake is alive but um in terms of taking information that we learn kind of incidentally in the other routes um and then using that to actually inform like a pretty big shift that we have sort of taken for granted for the entire game so far yeah, because Snake dies in every route. Yes, you, um, yeah, you can't, you cannot get past the second door choice without um, Snake disappearing mm-hmm. and then discovering him dead. Yeah, so for this to 
to uh, subvert that in in a very like small discovery. Um, it, it was su- it was very effective to me. I don't really have anything to say as far as like the uh, the implications of this, but I don't think most of the like mystery parts of this game. And we kind of talked about how we don't really try and solve the mystery ahead of time in one of the other episodes, but. Um, this is one of the few times where like it's actually been like an effective mystery reveal um and sort of made me appreciate some of the table setting that it's been doing um it's uh intentionally uncommented upon until it is necessary later on um so was 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 cool to cool to see this this small seen uh come back around uh and and very funny that it specifically calls out um the part of the bone that is showing the ulna um which uh you connect i don't in. know what that is <laughs> yeah i don't know i have no idea i'm not a, i'm not a surgeon not gonna i to check <laughs> nope yeah i mean this scene is like especially thinking about like a um like a release player like a player playing on release who's like mm-hmm. just trial and erroring through like right someone who's going like five eight and then one and then five eight and then two whatever the fuck the mm-hmm. uh, the the torture room door is and then and then finally getting to this one they've had to scroll past clover saying that her brother her brother is, uh, has a prosthetic arm like like three like two other times right like mm-hmm. someone who's like playing this game through trial and error uh, this is just more of the game like activating um outer route knowledge in like the current mm-hmm. route right right yeah because i mean in that scene where she tells it it just sort of feels like an extension of him being blind like it's just another like poor snake has you know various disabilities and like things about his character that we previously don't know because they're not like called upon because he's not that sort of he's not there (laughs) yeah he's not there um and also he's not really like a forthcoming character even when he is there um so it it doesn't like it did not jump out at me when i was reading it in in clover's route of like oh this this will be important this will come back around so yeah after that uh is where we get into like the big ace review well actually almost uh well no there's uh junpei like plays uh uh an ace adventure um ace attorney investigation scene with by himself yeah Um, um, so we didn't zoom in on this too much in the summary just because there's like a lot of de- a lot of detail in this like play by play when they when they go back to um, investigate Clover's body um, Junpei first um, like interrogates Seven the person who found the body about an alibi um, he concedes that he like um, checked the body and found this note that says um oh, i didn't i didn't keep the note up um so he finds this note and then jupe also goes it back into the chamber um where the nine man exploded um vo- <laughs> the game describes him vomiting in detail mm-hmm. um as he goes in there and then he sees that both the the knife man's knife that that the knife man somehow had at the beginning of the game was gone and also the bracelet is no longer there so he plays, so he like does this, and then we have this note to decode, which for <laughs> it's just like the game. So the game gives you a series of prompts and is like the 
darkened hand or cursed hand is probably left and then the the light the truth is probably right because truth means correct and it's like what are you talking about um and it, this leads to junpei realizing for the first time that the the bracelet that has their um their like nonary game numbers on them actually has buttons and the game prompts you to decode this um this note that they have um which says uh truth had gone truth had gone and truth had gone ah now truth is asleep in the darkness of the sinister hand and decodes that to mean pressing um like like left right left right left right (laughs) on the bracelet um which then gives him a combination of numbers on the bracelet, which he uses to open a safe that was in the room that you couldn't interact with every time you went through the first class casino. Um, and then that gives us the note at zero um, left. Um, the the Sinister Hand um, paper was the one that Seven found on Clover's person. And um, Junpei first accuses him because he left a, a wedge, a screwdriver in the door so they could come back. And not go back through, but I think I think seven establishes an alibi or something. I, I don't. Yeah, it's not it's not really important because it immediately gets dispelled. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what happens in the fucking like, like he just does you just do all this and it's it's really only like three or four choices that the player makes to engage with it and the game will just like mm-hmm. tell you no that's not right and then make you pick again if you're wrong. Yeah, th- I mean this is like this is the opposite to me of the uh, the room the the shower room of information that we knew beforehand actually coming back to be like a reveal this is the opposite of just like oh yeah what if we found this note and actually we noticed this thing on our bracelet that was never commented upon before and it opened this this safe in the room that was just sitting like it's all it's all very um it just it's it, it feels goofy in a in a way that is more just like it's not like a reveal of any time because none of this information has really been laid out beforehand um, no no there's no way to like there's no way to input the junpei to check the buttons on his bracelet at any yeah. point <laughs> which clearly has buttons if you look at an image of it and you think and you like if that object was in front of you like come on <laughs> come on yeah yeah you you there was there was very little fiddling with the bracelet besides trying to get it off um in the very first scene um so this this whole scene is just is just like a a, a long goofy like you said Ace Attorney investigation scene. It's strange to me, or not strange, but it's um, it's notable. I think that this isn't like any an escape room the way that like it probably would have been if it was further earlier on in the route because um, we don't get any other escape rooms after the the cargo room. Um, and this is the sort of like nonsensical puzzle that wouldn't have made sense to have had the player like, you know, poking around the ninth man. Look at the oh, he's we got to pick up the I don't know, the knowledge of of not having a knife there and then go and find the note and then mess around with your watch. Um, yeah, there's a way I can imagine like Junpei being the person to discover the body with someone and then it being like investigate and then you just kind of like right because because the the thing that makes it not an investigation is that like 
Seven is there first mm-hmm. and hands you things. And there's kind of like this like relational thing where the rest of the cast is just kind of like standing outside the bathroom quiet because the like the youngest person in the group has died. Um, and th- there's there's like nothing you could like zip around a 3D rendered room to click on in the scene. Mm-hmm. Like the only the only thing you'd have is like a, the picture of the note and like a bracelet if you're trying to like map that into like a point and click game. Like there's not really like a space to a new space to navigate in the way that the escape rooms usually are right yeah i think i think mostly just in terms of like this being like a puzzle to solve with some some like elaborate knowledge or logic um like a a logic puzzle um but instead it's just handled by by junpei's dialogue um and the game sort of just propelling itself forward of like no we're just we are we are in we are in reveal mode we are not in poke around the and and like rotate a 3d object in your in your inventory mode i i just made a note here about uh it's it's not like significant in the grand scheme of things um because we've already talked at length about how clover is weirdly sexualized um but the the cg that they have for her death uh stood out to me as just her booty is just out it, it is it's just fully it's out. Just out it's just like there's you you could have drawn this it's from a different angle like it, yeah like, yeah i guess that's correct in perspective but like I, mm. I, i'm looking at the the sub ending uh cg where she's like dead on the um on the stairs and like mm-hmm. her her butt's covered in a normal way relative to her skirt length mm-hmm. this this one it looks like she's like not wearing pants <laughs> like she's not wearing underwear in the shot of her butt too like it's it's so strange yeah it's not sexy it's not like a particularly sexy shot either it's just like degrading mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like actually degrading yeah um which i say not really thinking that this game is like particularly about gender in a way that like i like to investigate um but like but like it is degrading it is degrading and like uh, like why it's not it's not about gender it just stumbles into a bunch of of weird things about it it just has gender just sort of ambiently sure um yeah and just just calling it out because it i i got there and i was just like okay what are we doing do we it was this necessary um especially just coming off of the route where clover is just it has just has a, a terrible uh ending um or like just gets no real interesting things to do um in the in the axe ending um which we you can listen to last episode about and then we get this note in the closet <laughs> which uh i should probably have thought more deeply about cuz i i sort of just glanced off of it um initially because it's just like okay here we just have for some reason Zero has left this note um, in a safe in the room, assuming that you'll come back and solve the puzzle on your armband to unlock the safe. Um, and also, also, um, I want to, I want to, I want to highlight this part of the note. Um, well, one, where did Clover get her note? Mm-hmm. This is not given to us. Um, two, the the note's solution hinges on the fact that Clover would die with the note in her left hand. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> the sinister hand would not be implicit if it was just in her right hand. You have no idea what that meant. Well, I feel like there's like a there's like a his, like a art history of left hands being sure. That's what sinister. they pull, but like, 
Mm. <laughs> I I don't know. I've I've looked at enough Renaissance church paintings <laughs> at this point that left hand was implicit to me. I don't know if that has the same sort of history in in Japanese uh, art. Well, I mean, but... I mean, I think they literally say that they literally mention like the sinister hand traditionally referring to left hand in the text as you solve it. Okay. Okay. But yeah. like, but like also. Why is it in her left hand? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Who could say? I I I have no idea how to like make any sense of who this this note is actually for beyond the player. Like to what to what end is Zero laying out their master plan in a safe? Like this this is the um this is like the villain monologue about why they did ev- like the villain uh confession monologue. But it's in a in a safe, in a room that we've been to, been to like several hours ago in the in the game clock that just anyone could have theoretically opened. It's very strange. Uh, it's it's like a a piece of information that's be like being put into the game world for its for the cast, uh, in maybe like the most artificial way or like it feels it feels inserted from like off screen like there is somebody is is just dropping this this knowledge into the world um i don't really know how to make sense of of it as like a diegetic object but what's actually on that that sheet um what's kind of more interesting in terms of me trying to make sense of uh what this game is doing in terms of being a piece of death game media um, so on that note, uh, Zero, in addition to laying out the facts of the, the new nonary game that's being played, also talks about um, how he is doing it explicitly to punish the... Uh, shit, what is the name of the... The Cradle Pharmaceuticals Cradle, CEOs. Cradle Pharmaceuticals, yes. Who we, who we uh, learn is, is Ace... I think, well, there's four of them. There's four of them. Yeah, there's four of them. This so previously the game had sort of had lines of dialogue that felt like it was going along the route of something like Saw um or or Death Race or you know similar sort of like uh bad people being punished by being put into this game um as sort of like a, a way to absolve themselves of sin, their sins. Um, and uh, what this, this note sort of got me sort of wondering about is if um, maybe, maybe this is actually uh, working in the opposite direction, potentially. Um, I, 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 I am assuming we will get much more explicit information about this next route uh, or the, at the end of the game, which we'll be playing next time. Um, but I wanted to sort of t- talk about it briefly here, um, as sort of like me working through my thoughts of other desk game media. The like, you know, the implicit thing that it is hinging upon is the people within the game have been have like are there because of some wrongdoing that they've done. Like they've killed people, or they've you know cheated on their taxes, or something like that. Um, it is like it is a it's like the cosmic punishment, you know. The the reasons people are in these these games are not not are they have a, a strong ideology of their own for sure. 
Um, they live in a society. They do. They do fully live in a society. But no um, one here lives in a society. None of these people are real people. <laughs> they could not come from a society. <laughs> they would not. They would not survive in a society. Um, the most we get of any like external world is is like Seven talking about being a cop and like shaking yeah. down Cradle Pharmaceutical. And cradle Pharmaceutical CEO Kentaro Hongo. Yeah. Yeah. They. They had. But yeah, so like no nobody in this game really, with the exception of Ace, has has like done something to deserve being there, or like that's not like a part of the text in the way that it is in like Saw, to where you know the the specific mechanics of the game are tied to something that the person has done who must now be punished for that. It is a you know like a a, a death note sort of I'm gonna I'm going to take matters into my own hands um and punish these people um and that's not really happening here even though like junpei will occasionally like gesture at like oh we'll be ashamed of of what we did um Mm -hmm. there's like the opportunity to become shitty people but it is not like actually something that takes place in the in the game Um, yeah i mean i mean think about who is actually injured by the the game throughout the routes right like who who is like like because snake's been unconfirmed he's been like deconfirmed as dead in mm-hmm. all of the routes right i mean or we can at least assume in the knife ending because we see the coffin do we not certain for the sub or axe ending if that's yeah. true um but like we can we can probably assume that's the case for that right so this random man who's put in snake's clothing right this is this is the swap that happens um that's implied that that, that we are going to get to in a moment as we go through ace's cross-examination um is that some because ace has prosopagnosia and some man was just in snake's clothes some random man that was on the ship was killed instead yeah, um, it's a terrible time to be cosplaying snake right um the ninth man is actually killed by the game right mm-hmm. um and gentru's like and 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 we're kind of we're kind of getting towards the cross-examination now so maybe it's maybe we're moving on um to this um unless you have anything else to add about the note mm, no i th- I mean this is just like I, it all leads into like what we learned about ace yeah um, and just kind of trying to think about like why are these people actually here and to what extent to do their like actions outside of the game like is the game a a reactive force on those actions and it's not yeah well i'm saying like at what point does the game actually harm the cast members that aren't ace or these random people who are dead i mean only in the in the bad endings which are which are ace killing people yeah so it, it is really um or clover going turning into the joker yeah, I think there's 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 some like bit of information that I am like I'm still ignorant to, um, as to like for me to be able to actually put this into like a cohesive, uh, overarching thought. But well, I, I'm just saying like the like model of like the death game mm-hmm. being a punishing force is I I think is like actually here is just like there's just like a revenge plot happening and like and then like a bunch of in- like random people are there too like what. <laughs> Like, like, like it's, it's, it's not true. It's not really the saw model is what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, like, yeah. cause like the only, the only on screen dead bodies before someone 
go, turns into the Joker is um, the captain, the ninth man, and the the fake snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost it is almost a a repurposed death game. It is we had this death game lying around from when it was run nine years ago. Exactly. And, and now I, I need to. Uh, I guess I'm gonna use that to to plot my revenge because you know it's 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 poetic to uh because yeah i mean we do get like the the death game is i think more explicitly that in its original incarnation because like we have um that whole thing about the rats that snake talks about which feels very uh explicitly about about the game and the morphogenic field and and like knowledge of the game passing through so that people will be able to survive it next time but as as far as we can tell from like the experiments being run, like originally it was just let's murder a bunch of people and, and see if they can figure out their way out of it. Um, it is it is like not even a desk game, but like a desk uh, lab experiment. Um, that yeah, because there there wasn't there wasn't implicitly um, by what Seven and Lotus told us in the um, the sub ending like a, a threat immediately to the children, but they were kidnapped and someone did die. Is what yeah, we know. yeah. So yeah, I that is actually yeah. I I hadn't actually had that thought of this is this is literally just the desk game lying that we had lying around. Um, but that that does actually slot I think uh very amusingly into just like the the way that the game functions mechanically um in the text. So yeah, let's talk about let's talk about uh about Ace, Joker Ace. I guess that's kind of funny. I never even paid attention to the fact they're both cards. Um. Yeah, God. Um, just just <laughs> awful, awful layers. Um, <laughs> I think this. I think this is hilarious. I think this is so funny. I think this cross examination is so funny. Um, I think it's really. I I I get up and and cheer when when Junpei goes. Oh, but I already took that thing from your pocket. And then Ace goes, <laughs> "What?" And then goes to reach for the thing, and it's in his pocket. And he just outs himself as having taken the ninth man's bracelet from a puddle of blood. It's um, so good. That rules to me. <laughs> that rules to me. Um, I, no, I do. I do like it. It 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 does not feel like any other part of the game up to this point like but i i i enjoy the i don't know the 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 melodrama of it i guess this whole bit with uh the the gnosis as like a, a disability reveal and then the game is very quick to say oh no we're not we're not uh shit talking him because of his disability um that's just that's just a that's just a plot point don't worry about it don't cancel us on twitter it's fine um very funny to me uh not not, the line about only someone with prosopagnosia could have done this murder (laughs) is like (laughs) is really is just like extremely out of pocket like what (laughs) um i mean it's it's the most it's there's there's a lot of ridiculous like logic in this game and like stuff being thrown out as like a hugely important fact um i think the prosopagnosis is is far and away the most ridiculous thing to have a huge plot point 
hinge upon multiple plot points technically because it's both it's both snake is alive um and we've assumed he's dead the whole time uh and it's also ace is a murderer yeah we get a little bit of this earlier in the route in the cargo room um the when you go to insert all of the uh in the in the card room there's the puzzle where you have to collect the the character portrait cards of everyone in the cast and, and then just put mm-hmm. them in boxes there there's like a moment where normally junpei just puts them in and then they ace is like bye um but this time uh he hears june faint in the distance and um and he's like ace can you can you just put them can you just go one two three four five six seven eight nine and put them in the box um and then he so he walks away and Santa's with June, who's collapsed, and she's like, "I'm fine." And then Santa's like, "Oh yeah, um, Ace told me that he's a he's a pharmaceutical CEO, and he makes Soparil." And then and then you're like, "Great!" And then you walk back, and Ace is like, "Uh, sorry, I couldn't do it." And, and <laughs> they just hand you back the cards, um, because he couldn't identify the faces because they were just headshots. Yeah, that's that's this route, right? That's this, that is we only get that yeah we only get it right before this reveal route. yeah yes yes because um, like there is a a very a much briefer line of dialogue in that scene originally where he's just like i don't want to look at those like it's fine he's just sort of dismissive of the cards and then early much earlier in the route when you're searching for snake junpei is like it's kind of weird that clover and snake don't look like each other and uh, Ace is just like, well, you know, lots of people look don't look the same, and is like kind of um, dour about it, or at least Junpei comments that he looks kind of down. Um, which initially I had, I had, uh, I had taken as like, oh, Ace has like a secret sibling in the game or something. Uh, but no, it's actually Prospect. Oh, is that where you thought the incest reveal was going to come from? No, 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 no. <laughs> I I'd fully forgotten about that. I'm still I'm still on edge about possibility of incest as i always mm-hmm. am with with uh not even just with anime with all media at this point it's 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 become an, an epidemic but yeah it's just it's just th- there's no way for this not to be goofy i don't <laughs> i don't think mm-hmm. especially when it's been prosopagnosis has been described as having disconnected your brain from uh well, the... well that's not that's not exactly <laughs> what lotus says lotus says you could understand prosopagnosia as someone having a bad connection to their main external brain and then mm. is like no of course not like afterwards but yes that is that is what the text hands us <laughs> as like the only other touchstone yeah. she, doesn't, she doesn't then go on to talk about how prosopognosia actually happens in like a like a biological medical sense sure yeah it's 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 a bit of a goofy mismatch scene um i uh like 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 i don't know we've been pointing at ace attorney i i've been pointing at ace attorney a bit um which is funny because this character is is ace um Whoa. and um and um and like falls apart in the way that that those the the murderers in that game fall apart when you're doing the cross the cross examination sequences um but just it's just a it's it's just a huge mismatch um to like the rest of the tone of the game and it's like mm-hmm. th- there are cool things already happening like this character like this character's eyes like the portrait changes his eyes darken (laughs) and he's like he's like glaring the whole time suddenly and he's like kind of hunched a bit and he's like a big guy and it's like this is so silly yeah i think i would i would be more on board with uh this whole goofy reveal if it also didn't have this like weird orgasmic description of of him killing clover like it is it is uh is going for like 
I this like really intense like gross out factor almost that is just like uh does doesn't fit with the rest of the like over the top uh like dramatics of Junpei just like ca- calling all of Evase's bluffs perfectly um just just maneuvering him into 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 telling on himself it's like it's almost there for me but it 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 wants to also be this like actually twisted fucked up murderer plot in addition to being the goofy anime eighth attorney reveal plot and those feel kind of incongruous i think for before we move on um did you want to to talk about the the endings that we now have kind of more information about yeah i mean i mean this this ending like kind of riffs on and implicitly gives us that snake is the person who's killing people in the knife ending i I think i think if you go to the flow chart of the port the successive ports it's it's literally a fork from the knife ending but i think i think one this like introduces like an interesting problem to solving who zero is and also complicates the sub ending a bit more because like the the sub ending has a killer who's not identified and also now the person who is killing people in at least a few of the endings has been identified as explicitly not zero. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to put a pin in that, I guess. Uh, th- there's not there's not like math to do because the doors kind of go away. And then there's just the, the astrological doors that are like mm-hmm. mysteriously opened as you return. Yeah. It's like occurring to me that like we got a lot about the astrology early on in the game specifically like june talking about it and that's not really being called attention to much other than hey we found the sun key let's go through the sun door like the the like significance of the different astrological signs hasn't really been something that the game is like engaged with and and i feel like they feel way too intentional to just be like circumstantial so i'm i'm curious what the like i don't know what the missing piece of information is there like i'm 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 not doing the math on astrology signs um or something yeah i mean like we we could we could you could like because i don't have i don't have this written down but like you <laughs> could write down where each astrology key is if we were if we were being careful readers we would have written down behind which door each astrology um key is behind and then we could like now that we know that right right ace is both confirmed to be snake's killer and also to be like a bit more mobile than he's than he's led to be on because he took the ninth man's bracelet um mm. uh the nine in digital roots um does not change the sum of two numbers um so he's a, a, a more mobile person theoretically in the sub ending we could go through and like see if he has a conspirator or see um like what doors he could have gotten into to get the keys that lead to like the ones that are mysteriously open but there's a lot of like there's a lot of like sequence there that's still fuzzy um because mm-hmm. there that's 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 a route that i feel leans a lot on there being a 10th person like acting in the plot yeah because as far as we know ace is is dead in that scene assuming assuming like i i don't you mentioned this before recording that they check clover's pulse they don't explicitly i don't think they explicitly check if ace is actually they don't check dead. ace or santa yeah um 
So theoretically, they could have been fake, fake dead, but there's not really anything to, to go on there other than the the acknowledgement that that uh, Ace is is pretty pretty. It's clearly the the killer in the knife ending, um, as far as we can tell. Like it may, it it maps up pretty clearly with you know needing the the eight bracelet to get nine, get out the nine door. He has the knife from the ninth man. Um, the sub ending is is a little murkier, and then obviously the axe ending is clover. I mean, he still he still is like trying to entrap Lotus by some method in that ending, right? Because he walks right. Yes, Lotus there is right before there clover is, comes back. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll put a pin in that and, and mm-hmm. return. I think I think that's everything I have for this yeah, let's, first. Let's this hit this ending. Part. Yeah. Let's get let's get into this. Get this some, this get some fire. A lot of stuff. Before we can give chase to Gentaro Hongo, Jun has another anime sickness spell. Santa says he'll watch over her, leaving Junpei to race after our villain with Seven. They head to the strange altar room housing the Nine Doors. Puzzled by how to proceed, the two pause to find the source of the strange banging in the room. Junpei finally gets a moment to inspect the coffin and discovers a keypad locking it shut. Seven suggests trying the same combination used for the first class cabin safe, and to their surprise, the coffin opens, revealing Snake alive and in some very strange clothing. The three debrief each other, but fail to come up with any new information. Snake is clearly withholding information about the past Nonary game Zero said he was in, but unwilling to waste time, Junpei lets Snake's lies slip through so they can focus on the Nine Door. Seven shares that he took the Captain Zero bracelet from Clover, leaving out any details of her death. Attempting to open the Nine Door, however, leads the trio to discover the bracelet actually equals six, not zero, as the red authentication allows Junpei and Seven through, rather than Snake and Seven. They slip through the still-vacant nine-door, Snake avoiding setting off his bracelet by simply compacting his prosthetic hand and sliding it off. The three arrive at a control room with an interior chamber labeled Incinerator. Inside the chamber, they find Ace and a still-at-gunpoint Lotus standing before one last nine-door. As they enter, an alarm blares out, warning them of an automatic incineration occurring in nine minutes. Snake makes himself known to Ace, who doesn't recognize his change of clothes prompting Ace to reveal Clover's death at his hands. Snake lunges towards Ace, giving Lotus a moment to break away. He's gunned down with just one bullet, but before Ace can proceed to take everyone else out, Snake rises from the ground, shambling towards Ace as he groans out his promise of revenge. Ace unloads the entire revolver into Snake, but he continues to advance with an impossible strength. He grabs a hold of Ace and tells the group that he'll be holding the murderer down until the incineration. Junpei, Seven, and Lotus flee the room as the flames erupt. The three mourn the incinerated man for some time before Junpei departs to fetch Santa and Jun. He takes an elevator tucked in the nine-door corridor up to the now-empty hospital room. Junpei runs around looking for Jun, only to find her collapsed in the strange altar room. She admits her feelings for him before the last of her life escapes her. Zero's voice booms out to announce the end of the game and to tell Junpei that they will meet again despite his failure. He turns around to see Jun suddenly gone before gas fills the room, knocking him out and bringing us to our last bad end. So I think at the top, um, I think I, so there's things I like about this ending, but in general, I was a little underwhelmed for the specific reason of both Snake and Ace not really being characters, or at least not really being like present characters. They're obviously doing a lot of stuff off screen. Um, but the the amount to which this ending sort of 
hinges on Ace being this this Joker mastermind killer and Snake having the hero's death sort of just fell fell flat for me. Yeah, it, it might it might also be that we are coming to this right after the axe ending, which um was obviously Clover doing her own revenge killings. Um but in kind of a, a twisted antagonistic way, uh we talked about at length in the last episode. And having Snake show up here for and ha- and have his sort of death revenge kill um for pretty similar motivations as clover um basically that you know that the sibling was was killed and revenge is going to be taken by the remaining sibling the depictions of what snake gets of this like epicure's death of holding holding ace in the incinerator as as the flames come in and, and burn them both alive um versus clover's like you know twisted little schoolgirl acts revenge i don't think the game is like consciously like you said it's not like about gender in any specific way this isn't like gendered in the sense of like clover's ending is because she's a girl and obviously that means she'll do it with with an axe or or something i don't know because women Uh, are emotional and they go crazy yeah it's like it's not consciously speaking to that it's just sort of stumbling into that like that parallel just because of the similar circumstances around them um and because it wants to have this epic like it's not even like a a redemption arc because snake hasn't actually done anything besides be kind of an asshole but it is sort of like a martyr dumb or not martyr dumb but like a sacrificial death so i I don't know it 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 just sort of it was a bit of a, a sour taste for me um thinking about the game holistically and like who gets to have the epic send off versus who gets kind of like you know character warped for the sake of of needing a third bad end i i'm like still i'm still like not in love with the axe ending but i'm like not really as in like a comparative sense feeling like snake gets more which maybe be happened because like now that the ending is approaching i'm like having to relearn the like <laughs> like math and logic of this game um and there's a way where clover feels like 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 a second player in this game in the interactions we have had with her and in the way that she gets like 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 clover clover is killed in this route because she catches on to ace's trail she goes to mm-hmm. check on the ninth man's body she gets that note she's ready to open the safe it's just bad timing that like leads up to her being caught in the first class cabinet because um because uh ace is trying to like I, I forget why he's going back there maybe also for the safe or maybe just like cover his trail or something okay clover is almost more interesting to me as a like thinking of her as like a player off screen in a way that in a way that none of the other characters really feel like they're playing the nonary game Mm -hmm. and like i'm also thinking of her through i guess like slight spoilers for if if you somehow know nothing about the way um the game higurashi when they cry unfolds um skip ahead like like a minute you'll be fine i was gonna mention like one detail um which is that um the youngest character of that game um is revealed to in the second half so after the first four kind of like sicko murder 
stories happen um is revealed that she is literally aligned with like a mystic entity that is allowing her to jump from different endings and she's she's like actually this very aged character who is like reflecting on like a, a sense of futility and going through like a visual having to go through visual novel routes over and over again like textually she's mm-hmm. that character um and, and in some ways i can kind of couch the axe ending in that and like give clover more to do as like an independent person um and, and like support her being support her being this character this reading of her character where she is like a one of the more logical actors of the of the game and because by by way of being a logical actor stuck in a loop mm-hmm. just like giving the fuck up you know um and I, I i think she's more interesting in that way um i i do i do agree that like <laughs> snake snake gets like music swelling and like this mm-hmm. big like like people have an there's like an audience for him to be like oh so sad you know um I, but like I'm I'm not soured on this ending because of that comparison. I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Like parallels. I mean, Clover is like the most capable character in this game, in a lot of ways. Uh, in terms of like like you said, like actually paying attention to to like the rules in a way that the other characters are like. I just want to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't actually. I'm not playing four dimensional chess to try and like figure out how to actually do it right. Um, I hate that my brain immediately uh, thinking about Clover being the one to actually solve a lot of the mystery and be more capable and then getting killed right at the apex is just jettisoning me back to the second Harry Potter book and Hermione (laughs) solving the puzzle and then leaving a note to where the hero Harry can actually do the final ending I, there's nothing actually to support this parallel other than women who are more capable than the the male protagonist solving the puzzle and then and then tragically getting killed at the last minute to leave a, a cryptic note. I don't know. It is it is I guess interesting to think of of Clover in that role because she doesn't she doesn't get to do any of that on screen really. Like it's all no no it's, it's not it's, on screen at all. It's all off screen and it's all like in service of this larger plot that is still like still hasn't fully unfolded. Like mm-hmm. I don't think the ramifications of what Clover is capable of doing um, actually are like apparent here. It's just like it, she's just collateral damage to get to this other ending. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think as a, the thought of her being, a play like up up like more of a if anything if you're if you're really doing like the mystery math and like logicing of this game player uh clover is almost more of a player identification point for for like that person mm-hmm. than junpei is um I don't, I don't think that thought's like represented well in the system or in the writing um but it's but it's definitely like a thing that happens right um going going back to like yukishio 7 because like coming back to them not because i'm like interested in a tour th- like particularly interested in a tour theory but because they are kind of like linchpins of this kind of visual novel where like wacky mystery happens and you're just kind of like re- and you're really mostly just reading mm-hmm. um and they, they both pulling from like early sound novels they're, they're literally both pulling from sound novels published by chunsoft the, co- the company that develops and publishes this game right um which is that like um in uh Umineko when they cry there's like then like meta fictive characters representing mystery novel readers right like this is this mm-hmm. is a thought that's happening 
in in the genre space um also like this like this like well not not only like the perspective character is inherently the one that you're actually identifying with like maybe there's an operator who is like in the narrative fiction um and in like the like meta narrative space actually like the secondary representative of the person who's like mm-hmm. doing a close reading versus someone who's just clicking next you know right yeah I, I'm, I'm definitely interested to follow how that unfolds um since you've already you've already uh did a slight spoiler of of telling me that that clover will be will be back in our next round um and uh yeah, yeah. last reward <laughs> looking like a like a like a flintstones barbarian lady <laughs> so, so like clearly she she gets more to do like she's a more substantial character than like her on-screen actions have really mm-hmm. been up to now i wish i wish more of that was on screen i wish it also wasn't yeah. i wish it also wasn't like combined with this uh you know sexual teen dynamic that she has which we've you know talked about at length it's just like clover can't catch a break as far as being just a character in this in this story without having just like all this baggage on her in the same way that i feel about lotus and all of you know the shifting dynamics there yeah and that's 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 kind of what i mean by the game not being about gender is right, that it's right, just right. like it's just it's just carrying like actual gendered baggage either of the 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 team making the game or like marketing decisions that's saying like no it has to be a man it has to be a hot girl it has to be f- three hot girls mm-hmm. and they have to be different be... ages and different yeah chest yeah exactly mm-hmm. to appeal yes. to the, the, the masses mm-hmm. right oh. um that that's that is there that is there that's totally there mm-hmm. but as like reading a text like yeah outside of outside of this incineration room we get seen with with june once again dying of mysterious circumstances um, <laughs> or i guess i guess in the sub instinct it was it was she got knifed in the back that was that was not mysterious that was that was <laughs> that was very uh uh physical um, I don't know why she's dying in this other than anime sickness. The game's um, ending. <laughs> and, and June's life force is connected to the runtime of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it might as well be. We're going to so, have a field day when this game ends. I'm so... I'm Four-hour yeah. episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's this, there's this, this, this conversation that happens with, with Zero... That I think kind of gets into a, a bit of the like structural stuff that we talked about with um, earlier, where the game is like responding to us and showing us different Santa dialogue. And in this, there's a Santa or Zero is basically saying, um, you know, you're always going to end up here. You chose the wrong path. It was inevitable. You know, so speaking speaking both to Junpei. Uh, but also to the to the player of like you know you gotta you gotta play more routes you gotta see the true ending, it, it, in line with like uh, the ways that this game has been ta- talking about itself, like being a game and being like a, a world that is like existing in, in loops. Um, that I don't know is maybe the most most transparent here. There was like obviously the scene where uh, in like the second episode or something where. Junpei is like, I want to go to the five door, despite that's gonna fuck everything up for everyone. Um, but and then he's like, Well, it's not actually my choice to make. Uh, sort of alluding to like a, a third 
our second actor um sort of pulling the the pulling the strings in the background um it's talking to you nate yeah yeah at the at the at the actual ending of this game uh I, I, you know actually i went ahead and played ahead um uh the 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 game turns on the dsi camera and just shows you your face um mm-hmm. so it's like it's like an instagram filter of the the sicko gas mask that's in the opening mm-hmm. over your face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah i don't i i I I have not been able to like actually form a coherent thought about what how the game is trying to like incorporate the player as like a a separate actor from Junpei um because I think it I think it clearly is for like reasons we've discussed and like the the sort of context you provided of like this is something the visual novels are doing in general around this time um or even prior to this but like putting putting like distance between Junpei the character in a specific route who is having you know x thing happen to him and you know the lineage of other Junpei's who the player is seeing who are running through different routes and having other things happen to them and sort of uh, the threads like laying on top of each other and sort of directing them via the player to like the actual true ending irregardless of of like Junpei actually understanding how they get there, um, which I think yeah, we're the rats. Junpei, we're the rats <laughs> steering Junpei away from the electric fence, even though the exit's dark. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a little slip up when you started talking about this, where you said Santa before zero. Was that was that is that a thought that you're having? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, loosely, but not like. I think more just because you've kind of hinted at that in notes or in summaries you've kind of given well, well no no what i did so when i, I pulled up the the sub ending cg where um clover santa and ace are dead on the stairs um and i was like clover had her pulse checked who do we have who what like right because we have to talk about like what dead bodies what like what like confirm confirmed deaths are now happening right because there's been like because there has been a deconfirmed death like we, we have mm-hmm. we, we like have the grounds to make this logical leap um and and the only people left in that ending are uh santa and ace you know well i don't think they actually that, like, checked the ending the route the pulses of seven and lotus but no but there's like a pretty graphic wound um described for them oh uh- I'd have to I'd have to look at it again, but now I'm second guessing just like everything that I I know. <laughs> Any anything that Junpei has not explicitly put his hands on, it's just like <laughs> I don't know if that is like actually what so much like what the ending hinges upon. It's going to be a little disappointing to me, I think, just because that sort of like um, deception by omission that there's like yes. no there's no way for the there's no way for that information to, to come through if the text is just going to be like well no Junpei didn't check them so you know they could be alive they could be dead even though yeah. for all intents I mean purposes. I also say like this this is like this is like the most optional ending is that, that we're talking about mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think there's like a linchpin of information to like the game's true end in there I'm just okay. trying to talk through like like just, just trying to just like interested in like that's that slip up i guess and like what you're thinking about zero and like because 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 like the ending's next the ending's mm-hmm. next it's gonna it we're gonna have all the answers spelled out um some of the logical leaps out some of the logical steps i'll probably have to talk through but like it's there yeah i mean 
the extent to which um santa is like a clearly important character in the structure of this game but has not actually like acted upon that feels like it, it feels like he's either going to have he's either going to be zero have some direct connection with zero or just have some some big reveal all uh I mean, who doesn't have a connection i mean i, I zero. the whole the whole cast I, or like the nonary game i guess by extension okay let me let me try and do this real fast see if i can mm-hmm. pull this information so okay ace we know he was the the head of cradle pharmaceuticals yes so he's in he's in here uh snake was part of the original game same with uh clover mm-hmm. um seven was here because he was hunting down the cradle pharmaceutical people and just got 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 uh roped in lotus her kids were captured yeah i think that's the most explicit that she was connected i don't think she was actually in the game mm-hmm. um the ninth man I ace ace lets us know that he was also a cradle pharmaceutical person okay, who was okay. involved in running the the first nonary game right 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 i, I yeah I could and that's why he and that's why he he's the one who lied to him about the the rules being different and that's why he blew himself up mm-hmm. so who do we got left we have uh, we have june junpei and santa santa mm-hmm. i i feel like there is him and his the sister that died nine years ago i i feel like that is is connected to the the games but that's not like said in the in the plot so that's mm-hmm. just like a leap Floating i'm making style. by you know children children who died nine years ago how could yeah. it have happened <laughs> who could that be <laughs> yeah there's there's no way that in this game where everyone has a relationship to the the nonary games that that could have been how she died um and then uh yeah june and junpei they haven't seen each other for nine years but don't I can't recall anything that is actually like tying them directly to the game. No, she just just moved away. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not I don't know what to, <laughs> what to do with those observations. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm just just planting some seeds. I mean, June disappearing at the end of this is very strange. That is so like weird. that is like uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh we, we like, really... like there's there's no like her clothes are there there's no like she's dead or like there's a trail of blood just like as she if she poofed. was never there yeah. yes no bracelet um calling off after her heart stops or anything none of that yeah um we should say uh since it, maybe it wasn't clear in the if you haven't playing along and it maybe wasn't clear in the summary junpei leaves the room and then comes back for Clover or for June to be gone. Um, he doesn't just like spin around and she's she's vanished. So there's like there's a a very tiny frame of of time there for her to to leave rather than just magic poof into the air. Um, and there's only one entrance to that room, mm-hmm. to our knowledge, because the the numbered doors don't are are one way. Mm-hmm. Um. 
but it is very strange and there's not really any time for Junpei to process that before he gets he gets suffocated and and Zero says uh we're going to meet again. Yeah. Uh, Play again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Play again to get the true ending. <laughs> yeah, I there there's there's clearly something I mean June has been a weird character this entire game and weird in ways that like more so than just uh being the love interest and being like the degree to which that is like both an omnipresent like source of drama but also not actually developed in the game at all it's just mm-hmm. sort of there um i it, it would not like i would i would be more surprised if she did not have like some some uh like critical connection that is like tying all of this together yeah. Um, I mean, if if you think about um a, a person like doing um again like looking to like the 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 math and the mystery elements like like it's the way Santa and June fit into a lot of these calculations like don't at least June in particular Santa kind of falls into um the uh, Clover's false calculations about mm. um Snake's killer um but um like the way she like doesn't fit into any of the more suspicious calculations is like hmm <laughs> yeah i mean yeah she she uh, originally like you know when i was when we first find that the snake is dead like you know two options that really jump out are are um santa and seven is that right yeah santa yeah, seven, seven um and plus, then plus snake makes equals three yeah, plus snake or or um, clover in June, which feels you know it, it, wrong in terms of like it, she clover is snake's sister, so it would be very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, they're both like in the text of the game the most innocent characters, like called innocent at multiple times, um, which doesn't feel like it is obviously just like a weird um gender thing but it also seems notable uh that choice of words um so yeah she she's off to the side in a in an odd way but i i don't know if i have what any, do you um anything more to say what, about that <laughs> i got i got one more i got one okay, more okay um the zero bracelet um yeah that's weird let... huh that's weird. Isn't that isn't it weird that the zero bracelet, um, if you reverse the math, actually equals six? That I mean, so that happened, and that, that you can feels... also think of it as zero, um, co- uh, converted to, um, a base number, a base twenty six number would be one five. The digital root of that is six. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we and we had to do we had to do this for a puzzle in the one room. Remember, Z E R O has to be converted to base uh base number, base twenty six numbers. Right. And Z O is fifteen, or no, it's not. Uh, o is what is O? It's not fifteen. Um, it's well, because they start at they start at ten. It's twenty four. It's twenty four, which is um, which is still six. Oh, the digital root. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's six. It is six. 
Um, zero is six. <laughs> it feels it feels way too way too just out there. Like I I the the degree to which I understand this game having just like a nonsensical math reveal to have it just be of the bracelet that it says zero actually is six and that means that june is zero that that feels like (laughs) it's just there it's just out there like i don't know maybe i mean that maybe that is the answer we'll find out next episode but we'll find out next episode if if it's just if it's just giving it to us in in this this fake bracelet, um, I don't know. That seems a little silly. That seems like you're kind of doing a lot of work for for just dropping the reveal like that. I mean, but, but like the the text didn't do that. I just did that. You wouldn't no. have done that. Well, no, but I I did the connection between oh the bracelet says zero equals six to open the door zero equal six like that that was going through my head like immediately because of course it would um yeah it's just a red herring okay i mean i i I assumed because you had previously said in the last episode like if you if you convert zero to to um a digital root it, it goes to one i think you said something along those lines. Um, Zero converted uh, the, the the calculation. The digital root of that password was one. Yeah, yeah, and that and and calling that out as a red herring, which um, makes more sense in this route, uh, mm-hmm. knowing more about Ace now. Um, I just immediately assumed that the bracelet equaling six was also a similar red herring because uh, it it seems inevitable that whatever the reveal is is going to be just. Uh, just completely ridiculously complicated um or or esoteric uh in a way that the game is not just going to tell me or like very easily uh present that information um in terms i mean we're running out of people we are running out of people i mean we basically are, we're basically down to like three people um if we if we want to entertain junpei being in there which is seems unlikely so we will we will see we'll see how this pans we'll out. Um, we'll see. Yeah, if anything um, else, I, I want to hit your last point because um, I actually think it's like probably like the one of the most interesting parts of this game is the way like the the puzzles. Oh yeah, kind of, I already like forgot. fade into nothing. I, I think I think it's like a really, L, I think it's I think it's probably like the most like I talk a lot about how like the the way the game makes you feel like you have a big brain in the first half when you're like mm-hmm. going between when you're like zooming through puzzles. Um, but then but then this second part. The second, this like later half of the game. Now that we're like, we've done every single door, um, so there's not really a lot of new text until like right. We don't see new text in this route, um, going to the path that we made took until the the second to last puzzle. Yeah, and, well, and it's until, like until the rat. Yeah, the rat reveal. Yeah, which is the second to last puzzle. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, the steam room. Yeah. Um, right. Like the the this like this like second shift away from like this like heightened sense of brain like like of like your brain feeling like it's connected to your brain and other routes um to then being like observe like observing like your the game that you are playing rather than mm-hmm. playing it right like you're you're kind of like a force now um in a way that is like 
you're still doing the puzzles, but it's like you're very removed. It's like you're just so far removed from it at this point mm-hmm. with this this quantity of repetition um, that we had to do to reach this route. And which would be bigger again if we weren't like playing with a guide. Right. right, um, right. Yeah. You're, you're basically um, you're eject- you're forcefully objected of ejected from the mind palace uh, and just put into put into a sound novel uh, for the end of this. This scene um, or this route. Yeah, I mean, it is. It does. It does feel like a pretty notable shift to go from this like very steady rhythm of we have some text, we have big choice, we do a puzzle or two, and rinse and repeat until the game ends. And there's like a a pretty consistent like pace and like length of text within those. Like some some of the the first route is like weirdly long compared to all the other ones. But it's like a it's like a very steady pattern that you, that is like sort of t- makes the shape of this game, and then this ending just like steps outside of that and becomes mm-hmm. like a whole separate thing, which uh, I don't know. It feels feels interesting in terms of of um, I mean, what I wrote here was thinking about it in terms of the nonary game tying that directly to the escape room games because that's like you know where the that becomes most apparent is like you go through the door you're in a escape room you have to solve the puzzle to get out of the room um and then sort of the, the narrative takes over again and once we are out of doors to go through all of the escape room stuff disappears like we are we are leaving the nonary game and we are leaving the most gamey aspect of this this adventure game slash visual novel sort of concurrently uh in a way that yeah like you said it feels it feels elegant but also like it isn't like called attention to itself either the way that like some of the other like metatextual stuff is maybe more apparent. It's just like this, this interesting shift in like engaging with the game and like who is, who is the, who is actually directing the path forward. It's like no longer the player. It is, is, it is the narrator. It is zero. It is uh, external forces. Yeah. Even Junpei kind of like takes the leap to do all this, like, uh ace attorney bullshit by himself yeah, he be- right like he becomes Jun- the character Junpei steps out of your control mm-hmm. yeah which kind of goes to like you know thinking about how the the investigation is not an escape room it's a uh, junpei solves the puzzle mm-hmm. and you're just kind of along for the ride all all like top screen first person decisions mm-hmm. that's all i got i'm ready to buckle up for the <laughs> end of this game i'm 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 ready to go play this the moment we um stop recording which i shouldn't do i should i should i should make the ep- i should edit the episode um, um but boy am i excited yeah all right uh so what what do we what do we have going on next time um next time uh we will be playing the four seven and one doors but at the four door we have to accept the clover bookmark from santa and listen to the ice nine story from june in the freezer um and then in the seven door we have to ask seven about um ice nine and we have to give clover the bookmark before we leave that room and that'll uh, that'll be smooth sailing to the end all right yeah i'm sure nothing nothing wild is gonna happen it's gonna be a very normal normal end everything will be wrapped up real neatly uh everyone will live it'll be it'll be great so until next time, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nate Kiernan. Um, keep up with critical at critical.com. We're going to have some fun 
new stuff going up soon for Halloween. So you can keep up with the um, the Sonic the Hedgehog character oh, poll, yeah. which is possessing Nate's life for the next uh, 200 something days. Uh, you can keep up with that also in the critical discord server where we mm. just post incessantly about Sonic couch couched in uh, a thread. Uh, but real lots of Sonic posting. Um, come talk about you can also come talk about the game we're podcasting about if you want. You yeah. Can do that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm hosting weekly screenings of uh, Gundam Witch from Mercury and Chainsaw Man, which um, most of us hate. I hate both of them. I love <laughs> Chainsaw Man, the manga, and I'm a drone of the Gundam franchise. I'm I'm not liking these shows, uh, but we're watching them still. You can catch me on Twitter at uh, wing underscore blade underscore or on co-host. If you're uh, if you're a Twitter evacuee, um, heading over to co-host. I'm just wing blade um got in got in early for that one keeping my branding finally mm-hmm. found have somewhere that's where my name is mine right now i'm just posting my backlogged and letterbox logs um thanks to a handy little tool from um i think they're nex on co-host i don't know their handle um but um yeah check me out on there yeah so since next round or next round next episode we are <laughs> going to now <laughs> yeah uh max five um we're going to finish the game so if you've been sitting on some burning spoiler filled questions go ahead and send those to questions at critical.com we will read anything you have would love uh to have to to know what people think about this game it has a a reputation that you know we've mentioned multiple times i'm coming to this pretty fresh would love to know what other people are making of this experience uh especially if you're replaying the game with us until then, um, fuck, I forgot the note. I almost had a an ending for the outro. <laughs> the way the way neither of us put any time into making an ending, uh, a, a call, a sign off. Oh my god, I don't even know what the word is. I, yeah, just assume that people. I'm just hoping that people sort of tune out by the time. Yeah, they, that they, we, tur- they turned off the show. They, <laughs> they turned, turned off, off the, the show already. Yeah, <sighs> we'll just fade Go, out to this. Yeah, we'll just fade out. That's fine. Go listen to the 999 soundtrack until yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> What would um, what would um, what would Lotus's um super move be in a fighting game in the Zero Escape fighting game? Um, I mean, she'd probably she it would have like a a dramatic zoom in. She'd pull an entire computer out with a desk, uh, and then program a like screen filling move that mm. shot you off the side of the screen. It'd be it'd be like um about like uh like mario's super smash mm. uh, where it just like fills the whole screen with a fireball but there's it's certainly like all there's certainly a dengeki bunko fighting crossover game where that's like half of like half of the cast have that <laughs> half of the cast pull out a whole computer <laughs> incredible i think i think she'd have like a like a dancey 
a da- like a big big dance you a multi hit combo one but then her second tiered super would be would be um would be like mind hacking you yeah where where is where is the where is the zero escape version of the persona up all night rhythm game Mm, Ushikoshi would love that because um, I both I the Somnium Files games end with dance numbers in the credits. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine briefly if every time you got a bad ending, you also there was a dance number. There was also a dance number. Well, this is only in the true end of I, I the Somnium Files doesn't really have branches in that. I mean, it kind of has branches. There's more of like a, a loose form. Uh, scene selection thing happening um that would be so good though if like every character got i guess there's not enough endings for every character but you know did you did you watch the you watched the the video from virtual nightclub that michael of adventure games club um <laughs> posted right uh no i haven't seen that yet I oh my god you it. have to you have to I watch, watch it, it's just it like, i watch it i everyone thought i was dead but then i got a hologram and then people oh then my i faked god. my death and then i tested the hologram and now i am free like it but like over like like um like trans music <laughs> imagine <It's> like... <laughs> imagine if that if we had if there was a if there was a recap dance number at the end of every route for this game i mean it uses up the entire space on the on the ds cartridge but it'd be worth it this will this will be my new thesis once i once i finish round off my third year of solo game dev where my thesis was video games should be short and have eye catches that ask you if you want to stop my next thesis will be video games should have dance numbers at the end of each um each significant advancement of the plot they absolutely should yeah. Uh, okay. Should play, should play Rhapsody, a musical tale. Do you know about that game? Vaguely, yes. I remember. Yeah, we, should, we should play yeah. that. Okay. I'm ending my recording for real now. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. <laughs>